Pod Fam, what is going on? I hope you are well. I hope this episode finds you well. My name is Hector Santi Esteban, and I'm your host for today. And I've spent much of the last decade trying to figure out what makes a good, successful podcast. And the show is to bring you everything I've learned, to give you all of the knowledge and insights that I've gained, to share all of my failures and pitfalls that I've found, and to introduce you to some of the people who made that journey possible. And like I said, I hope this episode finds you well, and and I hope it leaves you in a better place, although some people might be really upset at the end of this episode. But the unfortunate reality is it seems like video is not going away. I'm reminded of that song, Video Killed the Radio Star, I think is what it is, right? Something like that. And similarly, the same fate might be coming for podcasters. Let me tell you why I think that. I've had a growing number of conversations with people completely unconnected who I would not put together in any sort of way. And the similarities between these people would be almost none who all exude the same thoughts or sentiment about video. And that is, if you do not have a high quality form of video, your podcast has a certain ceiling. There's a certain expectation for podcasts and for shows to have a certain quality of video. And I've heard that more and more. And I think, unfortunately, that is becoming truer and truer, unfortunately. You know, I was talking to a prospect and we were talking about his show and he's a guy who you really wouldn't think that he's very vain. There's not a lot of vanity to this guy. He's a really no-nonsense kind of guy. But he said that he associates a certain level of quality of podcasts with the quality of their video and that having low-quality video isn't going to send the right type of message about the quality of the person that he is and the value that he can bring. And if I'm being frank, I was of the mindset that looks didn't really matter, that it's actually the quality of the content, the value of the content that mattered. And I think that was the case for a while, but it seems like we are hitting a point and an evolution, if you will, audience expectations. And this has happened in almost every other, I'd imagine, physical and digital realm. But there's a certain look of a website, if you will, that if you look at a website, it looks like that website was made in 1995 or 2005. Or you can kind of date websites simply by the look and go, oh, that's a 2000 website. That's a 2010 website. Oh, you know. And similarly, if there were businesses today that had a website that was built, like it was made in 2005, that automatically sends a subconscious signal about the quality and the value of that particular business. I mean, maybe this will be the thing that separates podcasters and creators and the ones who really want to be in this in the long term, because for so long, anybody could start a podcast and it was such a low barrier to entry. And maybe this is the barrier that separates the cream from the chaff, if you will, and the ones who are willing to take this next step, they can start to see the benefits of that. Who's to know? These are just thoughts. But I never want to just give you this fear mongering or give you this sense of panic and not leave you with any 
direction, not leave you with any sense of options or choices, because there are a variety of paths and a variety of choices that you can take in order to elevate your video. So let's start with the easiest ones and like the most expensive, because I think like those are the simplest to explain. And then we can start talking about some of these other hygiene kind of bootstrapped, if you will, duct tape, perhaps methods. But before we get into that, I do want to mention that I heard someone else say it, the days of just recording your podcast on Zoom are gone because Zoom automatically limits the quality of video that you're going to get. Even still, recording on a platform like Riverside and recording, we use Zencaster, recording on these remote recording platforms, even those are starting to not be enough, if you will, or at least not enough on their own. And so we'll talk about some strategies and some ways that you can still record remotely and still have this evolution. Because the simplest and the easiest answer and what most people are moving towards is recording podcasts in person in either a studio setting or they're setting up their own kind of recording area. And generally what this requires is two cameras and two mics, at least two cameras and as many mics as you have guests or have speakers. What you don't want to do is you don't want to have one camera and one microphone for everybody. That's not going to give you what you need. So even if you've got two iPhones, that could work. And then if you've got two good mics and you're going to want to have, I would recommend some sort of dynamic mic so we have some episodes on equipment. Go back and listen to the David Sias episode where he really breaks down the different types of microphones. Fantastic episode. I would recommend having two of those that plug into some sort of audio interface so that way you can record those tracks separately, throw those into a, some sort of interface that gives you your audio. Now, for those of you that that sounds complicated, go back, listen to that David Sias episode. I think it'll really, really help you understand all that stuff. Now, well, Hector, I'm not going to go in and I'm not going to record in person. I'm not going to record in studio, things like that. Are there ways that you can do it otherwise? And the answer is absolutely yes. I've seen Jordan Peterson actually do this version very well. I haven't seen behind the scenes, but just kind of thinking through how they might produce this is that you might have the conversation over Zoom, but you might have each person recording their own video separately via an iPhone would work or they have some sort of camera that's high quality or something that ideally gets you your 1080p video, you're going to record that audio. You're going to want to record that audio as well. So you want to get that audio as high quality as you can. So ideally, you can grab the mic. I would guess in that instance, you would want to record your audio separately. So it would be great to have that conversation via a Riverside or a Zencaster or something like that perhaps not a Zoom, so that way you can get the highest quality audio. And then what you would do is you would kind of have to stitch all that together where you would overlap the audio that's recorded the software, and you would put that on top of the video and kind of sync those up. It's going to require a little bit of work, but the nice thing is, is that you can get high quality video. You've got a couple of angles. You've got a couple of different types of video that you can use. Everything's going to be of the highest quality. It's going to require a little bit of a setup. You're probably going to have to communicate with your guests a little bit about how they should set it up. Maybe you might need to test it, things like that. But that is one way that you can do it. And I've seen it done really well. I think I mentioned Jordan P. Peterson. You know, you can think whatever you want about him. But his podcast, it looks good, right? And, and he conducts an interview with somebody who is not there. And the video 
quality is really good. It's a really engaging interview. Quality is good. That's why we're talking about here. So that is a couple of ways that you can duct tape this stuff together. You can go out and get some equipment and record in person. And I think that obviously that's going to give you the highest ceiling in terms of the quality of your content. It's also going to require probably the most understanding and setup and coordination and such. But there are also ways that you can do it remotely and still get that level of quality that you want and that people are looking for, but not necessarily have to be there in person. So lots of ways. If this is of interest, you know, and I wanted to keep this very high level and kind of very topical, you know, not get too much into the weeds, but this, this is something that you guys are continuing to be interested in. Come find me on LinkedIn, find me on Twitter, let me know, and uh, we'll bring back experts and talk about it. You know, I do know the people that have the answers, so we can talk about it more on future episodes. I appreciate you as always for sticking with me here and being a part of the pod fam. Wherever you listen to your podcast, we would forever be grateful for a, a rating or review, especially if you listen on Spotify. If you could hop over there and give us a five-star review, we are really trying to push our Spotify ratings because Spotify is one of the few platforms that are helping us creators and helping us to get discovered. So it would be very, very helpful if you gave us a minute and hopped over there and left a rating or review. And then for you guys, as always, thank you for being here and I appreciate you being part of the pod fam. We'll see you on the next one. Later, y'all.